0: So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. I'm here It's time for you to meet me.
1: For over three decades, Halloween Horror Nights Orlando has mastered the art of the scare. we look into the past present and future of
0: this amazing event, one discussion at a time, leaving no bone unturned. So join us now as we open another tool inside, the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Hello everybody and welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. My name's Hunter and like always, I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Matt. Hello. Matt, how's it going, oh, dude? <laughs>
1: We'll get this worked out one day.
0: It's going. It's okay. Trying to rush through because I hear the storm
1: clouds over your mic and the thunderclaps, which are probably headed this way. So we're the, the likelihood of one of us losing connection is very high. So I'm trying to get moving. Here. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, this won't be a very long episode anyways, because we're in a unique uh, predicament, which we'll cover in just a couple minutes. For those of you that are listening at home uh, or in your car or wherever, uh, hopefully the thunder and lightning kind of adds to the (laughs) ambiance of the first uh, HHN announcement of the year. And that's what we're here to talk about.
1: Of the year. Yes. Okay. If you're going to say the first one for 32, that will be a line of people to correct you.
0: I I know and you know what to those people I say hey look I get it but there's no reason to be mean about it this is I almost view Chucky as its own look they've been teasing him for the last like yeah, five years right. so like he's this little bonus thing like I count this almost as our first announcement and I know that's going to make a couple of people mad but I'm standing it's, by it's
1: it it's the first of the year that's what I I'd said that on Twitter too and I'm a little I'm not mad I'm just like it's like one of those. It seems like an uphill battle this year for me. I did watch both seasons of Chucky. Like, that was Mm -hmm. homework I got done. I'm like, good. I feel like, because I say every year I'm going to catch up on all the properties I don't know. All the way through this time, I'm going to do it, and then I never do it. This year, (laughs) I was ahead of the game for about two weeks because (laughs) they announced this one, I'm like, Crap. I got, I don't know anything about this one either.
0: <laughs> no, you did. Uh, how did you like Chucky, by the way? I feel like we owe the people an update here. Okay,
1: so um, season one, I thought was fun. That was a lot of fun. Season two, I was warned, like, if I enjoy season one or if I get into a rhythm of season one, season two is going to throw me off. But in the end, season two is very different. It's very different than the first one. But there was a lot I liked about it. But, well, I, I just, I, I usually enjoy Jennifer Tilly in general, I just think she's like, that's fun in that role. But then that, that whole like almost meta melding of her trying to be Jennifer Tilly, but not Jennifer Tilly, but being performed by different, I don't even know how to, how to quantify what I'm trying to say there had its moments too. I like season one better overall, but I, I, I thought I was going to just like, kind of have to pushed through season two from when I was told, but I didn't really, I, I, I got through that just fine. Enjoyed it a little less than one, but didn't hate it at all by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah.
0: Did you feel kind of like when, when we talked about it last time, I was like, look, um, I kind of struggled with the show as someone who understands Chucky, but is not like a diehard fan. Uh-huh, yeah. I feel that it really got into the lore. Um, and that is something that kind of was a holdup for me. Did, was it any sort of holdback for you? No, not really. Um, I think because I went into You're just it smarter than me. No, I just, I just like was
1: like um, complete <laughs> blank slate with that. I mean, I, I knew I, I'm, I know I've seen Childs play for sure. I am reasonably sure I saw at least half of the movie franchise. But you, you, you quiz me, you take me to a Chucky pub trivia night, and I'm going to come in like dead last. So I don't know yeah. it that well. So it was kind of. You know, what what little room is left in my pop culture vein at this point absorbed it absorbed and what it didn't bounce right back out and just let me have a good time with it, I guess.
0: <laughs> and that's good enough. So where is your so I won't ask your overall excitement because there's so much more that we have to learn about the event before we can say, Hey, where's this going to go on the list? Is this one or two right now? But are you excited about the idea of a house from what you've seen from the show? I
1: That's a weird word saying excited. I, I'm, I'm more um, curious now than I was before. I mean, I, I now at least I could. it's kind of like, um, and I think we talked about this in our, one of our last recordings, Recently, where it's like like uh, the 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 Blumhouse stuff, it 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 really you kind of sit and watch the movie and wonder how it's going to translate into a house. But now that we've had so many of those as an example, I think I had a better idea of what is going to happen, depending on what season they showcase most. So I'm I I eager. That's a good word. I'm eager to see okay. what they end up doing with this house.
0: I think that is that is the most interesting thing because I think if they try to do just a straight adaptation, I'm going to be kind of disappointed in it, but if they're kind of using it as a launching pad to do something interesting then or, or interesting with the Chucky character, I, I think I'll be on board. So it's okay. just kind of like a wait and see right now. Yeah, I don't absolutely. think for me personally, if they try to Ash versus Evil Dead it as far as like take key scenes and put it in a house, I don't know if I'm going to be really excited for that, but if it's Hey, we're using the series as a basis to do some inventive and fun things. I'll be on board.
1: That would be probably the thing I would end up liking most rather than trying to. I, telling either story of season one or season two or making a mashup best of like, I think what you described as using that, that world to build something, you know, have the elements in it, but make something that goes with that world. I was going to say, not completely outside of it goes with It's probably, probably the thing I would enjoy most. So I mean, far without having any clue what the house is, it's so easy to say. So we'll know better, but uh, that idea does uh, seem like something that I would like best of the options I could think of not having any involvement in building this house whatsoever.
0: Dig it. And now Matt, I'm here to uh, ruin your good vibe <laughs> because out of all the places we're going, we're heading to Pittsburgh. Uh.
1: Yeah, of all, of all, all sit like not only. Well, first off, like I, I don't think this is blowing the lead. I think people gathered this from like my opening statement. I, 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 I don't know anything about Last of Us at all. Um starting from the video game because I am no longer even an attempted gamer. I used to really try to get into gaming and people ask me, like, they'll, 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 for years now, I've asked, do you play this? Do you play that? I'm like, no, I don't play any of this. Like, well, you don't like games? I'm like, no, I love games. I fucking suck at them. And I'm tired of spending money on something that I just can't finish. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, buy, I bought, um, what was it? The last thing I bought was Battlefront Two on the PS4, I think. And I had to, I had to have a freaking... Uh, Miss that I worked with actually the, the 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 um you've heard his name um this kid Austin used to work with come over and play it for me so I could see what the hell would happen next because I was stuck like quarter way through the game and I that at that point I'm like why <laughs> spend money on this when really what I want to get to is the story and the cutscenes when I can look those up online so I yeah. am I like my gaming I even before that and Battlefront was like what five six years ago even before that yeah. like even ten years before that like my gaming days were behind me. I just cannot play video games. So I'm no gamer whatsoever. And it's not because I don't like them. It's because I suck at them. And I was going to say, why am I going to spend money on stuff I suck at? But I know a lot of people that apparently play golf and suck at it and hate it and still play it the next weekend. But that's, I guess that's a form of masochism. I I don't like golf either. So,
0: (laughs) Well, so let me give you just a little bit of of information here that might fill you in a little bit. I'll just give you kind of the, the broad overview of the last of us as far as what it is. And then we'll dive into this HHN announcement. Okay. So the last of us is a franchise. There was now the television series that was on HBO last year. Um, and there are two video games, uh, they are published or created by naughty dog and published by Sony. So it's a PlayStation franchise. Okay. Um, it launched on the PS3, and it's been carried over to pretty much every single console after. Um, this game originally came out almost exactly 10 years ago. It was June 14th of 2013, and it's a post-apocalyptic survivor uh, survival horror style game. But it's very narrative-focused, and it's just generally regarded as one of the greatest triumphs in a storytelling medium, especially in video games. Um. So a couple of things that had me excited to talk about this with you is yes, it's a new thing, but you know, we, we talked about the census of destruction last year. We've talked a lot about seeds of extinction and just other post apocalyptic things. I was really excited to see, I, I'm really excited to see where you end up with this because I know post post apocalyptic can totally be your jam. Yeah, and I think this has an opportunity to do that.
1: And I wanted to see the HBO show. I haven't. So, well, I guess let me uh, just to put the cart. I guess I'm putting the cart a little before the horse here because I don't know. Is I'm assuming just from what I saw that this is based more after the game than the TV show.
0: So it is actually entirely based off the video
1: game. Okay. Um, so then I guess now, my follow up question. Is is the show accurate enough to the game to just watch that, or should I really familiarize myself with the video game? Which is plenty of opportunity to do. Yeah. In fact, your girlfriend said you t- is your friend this season. I'm like, oh shit, you're right. <laughs> and then I looked it up. I was like, oh my God, I have anywhere to the choice between a half hour best of or a ten hour full play. Which one should I watch? Something probably yeah. in between.
0: Exactly. And the good news is, um, so I full disclosure, I have not watched the series yet. But I have a great friend, uh, Brad, who does Grim Grinning Host with me. Mm-hmm. This is one of his favorite franchises of all time. He's super into it. He loves it. And um, not just him, but uh, he's told me that the video game uh, adaptation that they did for the TV series is pretty much one-to-one. A couple of things are changed, but... This is not a Super Mario Brothers movie (laughs) situation, talking about the original, not the illumination. This (laughs) isn't a Mortal Kombat issue, Street Fighter, or anything like that. This is pretty much a one to one. So if you watch the show, you will be prepared to go into the house. Okay. Um, But it is distinctly based on the video game. Um, actually, if you look at the marketing material, there is the PlayStation logo, that's, and the is prominently featured
1: as well. That's what one of the things that made me think it might be instead of uh, having the HBO symbol along
0: there with it. So I might. Which is super smart. Like you're getting around having to pay for the actor likenesses. <laughs> right. You're not having to yeah. focus on certain scenes. Yeah. You have this video game to the, serve as the
1: base. The first thing I thought of, um, I th- I think before I saw the symbol, I was like, well, that doesn't look like Pedro Pascal. It must be the video game. But then the thought occurred to me, it's like rarely ever do the characters look exactly like the characters. Like, when they have a franchise, uh, or a, I'm sorry, a uh, existing IP, do so they look exactly to the letter of the a, of the performer? Now, yeah. like,
0: yeah.
1: what's his name? Twisty the Clown's an exception, but that's, that's that's what, 30% of a mask on his face plus a wig. So then I was like, well, exactly. oh, maybe it's a little bit of both. But then I saw there was only the PlayStation symbol, no HBO. I was like, yeah. that's, And I, I wonder what the difference between the two is. So it sounds like if I... Don't catch up on the video game. I won't play it because I can't. I, if I tried to start playing it now, I will. I guarantee you, I'll have no idea what the, <laughs> the story is by our Because yes. I'm that bad of a player, so I'd have to watch it. I watch a playthrough on Twitch or something, which I might, I might do. um yeah. We'll see, we'll see. But I, I, I'm glad I have options. If it comes down to crunch time and I have to get the HBO cliff notes, I, I know I have that available.
0: Awesome. Yeah, this is, um, and, and I, I kind of am, am jumping around here because there, there's various points I want to make before I forget them, but the the whole conceit of it is there is this uh, fungus that has taken over humanity, and it's, it's sort of zombie-ish, but not quite uh, as far as, like, everything has gone to hell. <laughs> this virus has overtaken the Earth, and uh, there's these creatures called clickers that are the basically these these mushroom people that are the real threat there. So um there are multiple phases of them. There's uh like the top tier is called like a bloater. All of that stuff is is what you're gonna dive into. But I, I think I should just read this description here. Yeah, so okay, with The Last of Us, you and your squad, drop the scream squad, Matt. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, you and your squad will encounter the haunting and overgrown world of naughty dogs, video game in a brand new, terrifying way. as you make your way through an abandoned Pittsburgh, join Joel and Ellie and don't make a sound. If you want to survive clickers hunters, that's right folks. And more, no matter what, keep finding something to fight for. So hunters, normal people, uh, the people that are kind of out there that are, uh, maybe not always have the best intentions Mm -hmm. Um, so there's the human element there's that mushroom zombie element and then we're going to be following our main characters and just put into the world video game which is very you know collapsed
1: city and it's in Pittsburgh which is already horrible enough to begin with as it is especially for a philadelphia fan as myself uh, yeah or that's why son. i brought it
0: up at the time. it's not that we hate pittsburgh it's just uh matt has a hometown i am from, <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I don't know how much it actually comes up on this show it's more on the other ones right that podcast with my friends still in philly but i am originally from philadelphia so seeing just seeing the word pittsburgh puts me in a bad mood
0: is there anything you like? Is there like a sandwich you'll accept from the? Pittsburgh I'll get. A,
1: I'll go to Permini, per, uh I think it's is it Brothers,
0: where they put the fries yeah. on the sandwich. No,
1: that's that's right. it. That is it. The, you know, the, the rest of the city can can burn
0: to the ground. <laughs> you and Gritty, yep, uh, are going <laughs> to <right>. town. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, The Last of Us. Now, Matt. So. Not having the the frame of reference as far as like what to expect from this just yet, which will, you know, you and I will have to come back and revisit this conversation when we do our like our preseason hype list and just thoughts on the house. But you have experienced other video game houses that I have not, um, with you gotta see Silent Hill and Resident Evil. And if I remember correctly, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you were pretty positive on Silent Hill at least, right? Yeah, uh
1: both of them were not bad houses. I mean, we, you, we could objectively say some houses are bad. And I, I ne- I didn't think that about either Silent Hill for me going through it was like, I didn't know the pro- either, either property. So Silent Hill for me was more of a, I didn't know that to have to know the story to enjoy that house. Whereas Resident Evil, I don't know if it was more story dependent because I don't know the story dependent, but that's how it seemed to come across to me, but still not bad. So yeah, I mean, I both, both, um, uh video game representations that we've had so far have been like they're they're not on my bottom list by any at at all so yeah i I want to take the time to know what this one's about having have to experience, experience those two without knowing anything until the movie came out, which was another just another story.
0: I think there is a big possibility that we're going to be seeing more and more of this um, in the upcoming years with The Last of Us being a great success, the excitement behind the Five Night at Freddy's movie, Mm -hmm. and um, honestly, the Super Mario Brothers movie, just tearing it up. It's going to be the highest grossing movie this year. Um, Video game adaptations are where we're seeing pop culture in general heading. And I just think that's very interesting to look at through the scope of halloween horror nights because people for how long have been asking for this property they're finally getting it and the show helped spearhead that but they're getting it based sense. on the video game right which is cool so what could be next could there be bioshock that people have been asking that's for
1: for that is one I, I i know enough of visually that i would actually like to see how they pull that off too
0: 100 that underwater aesthetic yep. would be awesome um, and I think, like, they've definitely got the equipment and the talent to yeah. handle
1: it. <laughs> yep.
0: um, I, now, do I think, like, they're just going to immediately start pulling from the well of franchises like Bioshock? I do think it's going to take a movie to kind of kickstart that. And maybe we will kind of see the, the trade-off sometimes where it's not always going to be based on the video game. It's going to be based on the movie. But if the trend is we're going to make this as accurate to the video game as possible we end up winning in the grand scheme of things anyways. Yeah. Now with, um, I, I guess alongside that I wanted to bring up, do you think like this could possibly bring back Resident Evil it is like Silent Hill probably going to make a return at some point with these big franchises. If this house does as well as I think it is, you think we could probably see those houses return as well? Not in their original iteration. I do want to... No,
1: no, no, no. I know that. Yeah. Um, Now, that's a good question. And I'm looking something up to kind of help my answer. Let's see here. Um, Of course, that doesn't give me... uh, Let's see. Okay. So, I guess my question is, because I don't know. This is, uh, uh, again, going back to the start of the episode, Not a Gamer. How much presence does that have in the gaming world still like silent hill and resident evil are they still are there still chapters of that being put out or is it still talked about I, I actually pulled up the tried to pull up the top video games of all time and at first glance i'm seeing like minecraft grand theft auto tetris i'm like okay this is not quite worth what i was looking sure. for <laughs>
0: yeah. i want to see um Egerton in <laughs> that Tetris movie right, yeah. tearing up um, <laughs> but now um, Resident Evil is still incredibly popular what they've been doing is they do put out a new game every couple years I think the most recent was uh, Resident Evil Village which a lot of people were very excited about that was still about two years ago or so but the main thing they're doing is they're remaking a lot of their old
1: okay, so gotcha. they just did oh, the most oh, okay.
0: popular one which is Resident Evil oh. 4 they just remade that Um but yeah, they've had a lot of success for that. I do think it would probably be a mashup house as far as what we could expect. Okay. Silent Hill is a lot messier, um, and that one is sort of a maybe. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the sort of like situation going on with Freddy Krueger right now over in the movie sphere. <laughs> okay, um, so who knows? But uh, I mean, I, I sure. I mean, if if they're still
1: launching titles, even doing remakes, I mean, that's a great platform to cross-promote like they used to do with some of the the um there's all this this movies that need a little help back in the day like mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, trying to think of I I'm, I'm trying not to say wolfman with benicio del toro but I can't oh, seem to oh. not say it spectacular uh, <laughs> Dracula yeah that was the first yeah. one that actually popped into my head but um yeah I mean I I could see I could I could see that being a very strong possibility it's, it's I mean there's there and it's it's too Certainly the Horror Nights and Universal's benefit to broaden their reach and extend their partnership. Like they've already extended it the to streaming. They've extended it to music. They have the Universal Library of TVs and movies. Extend that. It, it's better for everybody. I, I, yeah. I, think, I, think that, I think it's a good move if that's what's going to happen.
0: Two interesting things about this house that I want you to on the uh, current kind of thought process, uh, the spec is that this is going to be going into the new parade building, which is where we've been seeing a lot of those big IPs kind of go lately, whether that was okay. the weekend of haunting or Hill House. So I'm definitely not worried about the location. Not that I really ever am at this point, but that seems like a pretty good spot for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yep, there's really no good or good spots there's no bad spots anymore I mean it, it um just to recap the past couple of years a house of a thousand corpses has proven to us that a four cornered tent is no limitation to a house puppet theater this is, yeah. uh, has has proven to us that height is <laughs> there's no restrictions inside its sprung tent but I see what you're saying that's uh, um if if you're gonna start picking and choosing where you want your properties uh to best showcase themselves that's probably a good spot for something like this because it, it seems like uh, correct me if i'm wrong from again because i could be way up way up but all from all the promotional stuff i've seen for both this house and for the tv show it seems like it's very outdoor shot or yeah, based or it's what kind of got that
0: bg okay <laughs> feel to it right
1: yeah. so while you could so- do that in a in a in a Um, sprung tent, it's better to have a building with higher ceilings to pull that off I think.
0: Will I get to see your selfie sometime this year of you flipping off the Welcome to Pittsburgh (laughs) entrance? If it exists, yeah. I
1: mean, the chance of you not seeing it is a better bet.
0: There you go. A couple, no drinks required. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, now, the other thing, you know, this is kind of around the time of year where we do start to hear a couple little things about, you know, possible scare zone ideas that they've tossed around. There is, it's kind of half and half right now, but there's a lot of uh, talk right now that maybe we could see this over in the New York section of the park as a scare zone this year as well. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, that makes sense too. And that, that, the stuff they do, again, looking at the, um, commercial material the stuff they do with 3d mapping on those buildings that you could pull that off fairly uh, believably I was gonna say effortlessly but that's not the word I mean because I'm sure it takes a lot of effort but uh, <laughs> yeah, very sure. convincingly there you go that's what I'm looking for
0: it is one of those things for me I kind of wish it was a little bit closer like as far as like I wish the house yeah I got you yeah but it's kind of it, it's not always going to work that yeah, um, yeah. It, not every single house is going to be um, what was it? Deadropolis? Is that the one that exited? Sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh,
1: <laughs> the one I'm one I'm most positive that uh, that that emptied into its counterpart scare zone was the Mardi the Zombie Gras House or yes. the Mardi Gras based house that zombie went into girl? the Zombie Gras Street. But I, I'm probably mixing the names up. But I, I think people know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, uh, 365's yelling at their their podcast right now. That's um, fine. Yeah, I was going to they're, say
1: because they're uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they've they been in a lot more hours than I have lately.
0: That's right. <laughs> and then there's also, um, uh, walking dead's first year exited out in <laughs> the
1: first and then the year where everything was walking dead in the streets. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess that also <laughs> yeah, counts. That counts too. In a way. Yeah. yeah. There was that great rumor that, uh, Vikings undead was originally the game of Thrones zone and it was going to exit from over there with, um, the house that year i'll have to go back and double check but um yeah it, it's always fun when a when a house exits into its zone mm-hmm. or just kind of has the zone tie in yeah and i just think that after last year um you know that scale has never been a problem but there's something about the idea of this that brings us back to the early 20 years kind of like Heyday in a weird, way. do you understand what I'm saying with like the purge and the walking dead? Like those big New York zones. Yeah. That right. idea excites me.
1: Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah. The, um, using, using New York, like the, that setting it's natural setting is always, I thought worked best for that. I get, like you said, the purge, um, w- uh, what's the one we've always rave about. I, I mean, I know it's, um, shady brook, but what's the heck with the shady brook unleashed. Was that its name?
0: Oh, you didn't have to do anything to time, that so. because
1: it was yeah. just a city street. So I think like I, that is a, that's a, that's one where the story, stories usually don't for me, when I'm speaking for myself, usually don't translate into scare zones as well as do houses. But when New York is used as just a city and not like this building around it to destroy to something else is when the story gets best told for those kinds of scare zones. And for, in my experience,
0: 100%. Yeah. I am entirely there. And it's, it's weird for me to say, I know a couple of you are like, wait, what? When I'm like, <laughs> Oh, we're nostalgic for the early 2010s. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it is what it is. Like those were, there was some really good HHN content during, that. right. Yeah. Not that there hasn't continued to be, but <laughs> you understand what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, uh, on top of this, we did get, uh, a couple merch items. There was a mug. There was also a t-shirt, which is interesting because it's one of the first, well, it's not the first, but it it immediately is recognizable because it's solid white, that's which is I, very
1: different. I text you. I was like, what merch are you talking about? The Last of Us? Because all I can find is a t-shirt and mug and lo and behold, that's all there is. Not that there's usually that much more, but for some reason it seems sparse, but it also might have something to do with the fact that it's, all white too. It kind of like stands out as sp- different <laughs> like, yeah. than, than uh, most the merchandise.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: At least they didn't make it black with red shiny letters.
0: And, that's that's right. And Chucky on it. Uh, Chucky on the last <laughs> of a T t-shirt. Replacing Ellie's face uh, would be even better. So something I did want to bring up just as kind of like we, we start to wind down here is that This house uh, is kind of special because Neil Druckmann, who's one of the creators of this franchise, he actually got in contact with Halloween Horror Nights in December of 2021 through Twitter. Um, He just posted, hey, I'd love to see my thing at your event. Something along the lines of, hey, I would love to see, I would love to work with you guys for The Last of Us. And then when this was announced, he retweeted and he was like, who says nothing good comes out of this (laughs) website? It's going to be on both coasts. He's like, I still say that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, I'm so dumb. with Twitter. I'm not there anymore. Um, But yeah, big push from, uh, he specifically calls out uh, Michael Aiello for answering the call, which is awesome. You know, this is something that even though you and I are are coming into it very fresh, there is um, a diehard fan base. We're talking millions of fans and players that have bought this thing numerous times and
1: yeah that there's no doubt of that that now i was i was happy for for people to get this it's as weird as that sounds because i know it's it's like um kind of like the uh universal monsters that i wanted for so long came i would say that version came in um what was that twenty twenty nine right twenty yeah. nine Yep. Okay. Twenty nine, and now they're they're getting something they wanted for so long. It's, it's, a, it's the same way I felt about Killer Clowns in Outer Space. It's a movie I've seen. I enjoyed it. I'm not a diehard fan. The House came. I'm like cool, but I know God, Killer Clowns has been something that's been talked about like decades. It feels like decades. Maybe that's a little bit extreme. Well, that's not sure. true. It, it should, the, the 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 thing the the um event ran for twenty four years before we did the show, but for, literally for decades, I guess at least a decade before. Uh, we ever started this show so that's been talked about forever so i was really ecstatic to see that for a lot of people whether i knew them or not so i'm 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 happy this is here because i know it's going to make a lot of people happy and anything that draws people to horror nights is just better for everybody in the long run because it keeps it going i know there's going to be a thursday night where i can't from one place to another in a quick manner and i'm going to curse everyone that's in front of me but that's a future matt problem
0: (laughs) exactly that is uh matt on two beers and (laughs) scowling at the twisted tater line saying that these people Uh, are all probably from pittsburgh (laughs) can you imagine like is that going to be on all of pittsburgh's billboards (laughs) like come to orlando oh god (laughs) represents your home um you will be interested to know. Uh, this is not a spoiler because this is not all the synopsis. The show does not take place in Pittsburgh. So there you go. You get the motivational. to watch oh, really? the show <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is one of the few okay, differences we've made here. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Really excited about this. For me, The Last of Us is something that has been talked about and rumored for so long. I'm kind of having a similar reaction to it that um, you brought up Killer Clowns, which I think is good. I, th- for me this year, it's kind of like, um, I would say it, it's definitely this year's Haunting of Hill House for me as far as like something that uh, I, I was familiar with Haunting of Hill House, but I wasn't just sure how the house was going to come out. Right. And then this is something that while I'm much less familiar than I was with Haunting of Hill House, I still have a good idea as far as what we could see, but I still don't know exactly what the house is going to end up being and, and where it's going to sit on my list. And, and that's really exciting. Uh, because that's part of the fun of it like that that's the main thing that i kind of want to convey with these announcement episodes is we're just hyped we're, we're excited the season is really kicking into gear and look this announcement has been a long time coming i don't know if they're retraining us or what but <laughs> it's you not, know we're like three months overdue at nah, this point
1: oh i don't think so that's not right is it because i was looking at gary's spreadsheet it's like a month i mean that's a month is well, a long time when you're anticipating something. It was
0: in March for Stranger Things. Um, least, wait, yeah, yeah, okay, 29. sure, yeah.
1: But yeah. I mean, I'm talking about last year. Um, last year
0: was weird. Right? I mean, like it.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I honestly, it's. I think it's helped me get better. Um, what's a word? Not prepared. Better. Better. I don't want to say hyped either because I'm not at the hype level yet. It, I never really am until that I, I feel that sting in my wallet of buying the ticket. Um, but it's 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 leading it's ramping me up better, being closer to the event than spreading it out over almost the entire year. And my, for me again, that's for me. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. Um, last year Legends Collide was announced on five seventeen. This is six fifteen. So twenty eight days. So it's only been a month uh more than 2022 but you are right we've progressively gotten later in the year each year so maybe they are like not maybe they're playing the long game to get us um
0: abuse situations
1: yeah well I yeah. I mean uh, uh, we are let's we all know I'm not even gonna say you know histories and properties and whatnot we all know how it goes how leaks go and like loose links have sunk ships. What the hell? Loose lips. Loose links? Loose lips have sunk ships in the past. We know that. We know that for a fact. So they may be, again, I have no clue. They may be just waiting until things are, like, uh, every T is crossed, every I is dotted, and all the lawyers have filled in all the loopholes before they start – announcing stuff for fear of getting so close and putting so much work into something than having to change it into something like Hellblock.
0: Yeah, no, that that's totally fair. Um, and and to that, I will say it is, it's always tough because when you have the spec map out in like March, that has a lot of this stuff already. It's kind of like the people that are looking at spec maps are also the people that are consistently asking for official announcements. So it's, it's kind of strange in, in that regard, where it's like I think you you already have a basic idea of what's happening, and maybe you're just waiting for it to get official. But get, yeah, like at this point, you've already got it, so why not just wait around for it? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of where I'm yeah. at. Yeah, at this point, oh, going ahead. I was just gonna
1: say I I, I started my Horror Nights history with like really not knowing what was happening until a couple weeks before I went. So to me, if it's if it were held until August, it it might make me wonder what the hell's going on, but it wouldn't kill me.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And uh as long as the announcements at this point come consistently, like we're not seeing one of my least favorite that's, things are are batch that, announcements. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um the that 27- is 27 well, Sorry to step on you, but 27 was historically a very bad announcement year. Right? Yeah. The- all the originals getting dumped at once. That put a bad taste in my mouth and I just you know, we've got 10 weeks left until the event officially kicks off. Usually everything's announced with like two weeks to go, mm-hmm. give or take. You know, maybe, maybe probably, that's not probably entirely. Probably a little more, a little longer I think. Weeks, you know, but so let's just say if, if from this point forward we just get an announcement every week plus some. That's totally cool with me, like 100. If they're just going to wait until middle of next month and then dump all the originals on us, I'm going to be a little disappointed.
1: It's I thought what you're saying is the I don't like when there's not counting Chucky as he announced it last year when there's huge gaps between. Announce like when one is released super super early and then we don't hear anything forever i the thing that comes to mind and maybe i'm wrong about this but it feels like jason versus freddy was like felt like a half a year apart from the next announcement of 25 like even before jack the clown officially
0: i think you're you're onto something there i can't remember freddy versus jason too well uh as far as like the announcement schedule but um, I'm sure Gary. <laughs> I, Gary's yeah, pulling I, I mean, I could right look now. at
1: I could look at our own feed and see what's in there, but but we have uh, that's just it might not even be a good, good example, but I I know I, I I'm I know you and I uh, in the years we've known each other and and probably our listener base has experienced where well they get one we get one and then we hear nothing we don't even hear like at the time now the the, the Twitter account is. <laughs> more interactive maybe maybe almost too interactive to some extent but mm-hmm. like even there's the even times count. where this they the wouldn't even count. be they wouldn't even be like toying with us we just wouldn't hear anything so that was yeah. that was that was something i didn't like in the past
0: yeah oh speaking uh i guess before we wrap up here did you watch the video for the announcement no i actually haven't um truth be told and the
1: reason we're late um not to get into too much personal but i had a uh uh, a friend passed away unexpectedly that I just found out less than an hour before this announcement. So I was not in the frame for an announcement <laughs> that day. And I kind of only catching up now because you said because you asked if, if I'm ready to record, which I am. Um, and so I, I, that's one thing I haven't done though is go and watch that video. I, I kind of forgot it existed. So I'm going to check it out after we're
0: done. Hey, that's totally okay. It's good, though. It's definitely in the same vein as last year. So you'll have a good idea as far as like what to expect from like the production and everything. And last year, I really liked the videos. I thought they were good. Um, They're a good way to tease stuff.
1: There's been a lot of good videos in this new modern age um, of announcements. I I wish... Well, I mean, I guess you don't want (laughs) to get too much of a good thing, but I almost wish every... Everyone got that treatment, got like the Ghostbusters and the Beetlejuice and the, um, yeah. what
0: was the one? Uh, they gave us that Bride trailer. Yeah, yeah,
1: that was a good one. That's, yeah. That
0: is by far the best one, in my opinion.
1: That was really good,
0: yes. Ghostbusters is also up, even personal bias aside, like whether or not you like the house, I still think that was a damn good trailer.
1: Ghostbusters was a great way to definitively show what property you were getting without having a single Ghostbuster in it.
0: It's that siren.
1: Yep. <laughs> and the Twinkie. Twinkie yeah. was a the ni- Twinkie, it's one of those things where it's like I'm sure for a lot of people like yourself as a big fan, you probably recognize it right away. It was one of those things that I didn't notice until they were like, Oh, wait a minute,
0: Twinkie. That's funny. Yep. Yeah. That's clever. <laughs> good stuff. What was the other one? Did you was there another one you Oh, were I don't to? know. I was
1: just trying to rattle them off the top of my head, but I think we had a oh. good list there.
0: Yeah, that's a good list. I'll accept that. But uh, yeah, folks, I think that's a good place to wrap it. It's going to be a really exciting season, and there's plenty more for us to talk about. So we'll probably be doing this much more regularly. Matt, I know, yeah. like previously, yep. we talked about trying to get a couple episodes so- out a month, and uh, that didn't quite happen. I was, but I was. There's stuff going on, and we hope y'all understand.
1: I almost messaged you an idea. And it, the only thing that stopped me was I couldn't really think of a list myself. Like that would be, I didn't think we could come up with 10 between us. I was like, since we we're waiting so long at this point for an announcement or what felt so long, I was like, let's do an episode of our five top five favorite announcements.
0: Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> That's an interesting, that would be a really hard list. Because I could think of own.
1: like, I could think of five, like easy. It really In fact, I just did three right off the top of my head. And then I will always say number one will always be the midnight drop of two thousand of a uh, Halloween Horror Nights twenty five. And then I was like, okay, so now now I'm to the point where I'm just naming announcements. They might not necessarily be my favorite.
0: Brick, are you just naming things in the room? <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love lamp. <laughs> No, we. I do have some ideas, and I know you've got some too. We'll we'll reconvene. We'll figure out something because yes, we will get another episode out for you guys pretty shortly. And uh if for some reason we get lazy on my end, not Matt's <laughs> end, but if I get lazy, um another announcement will kick us right into gear again. Anyway, yes, so we'll that, get helps. that up.
1: Yep, us. it helps when we have uh yeah when content's provided for us instead of
0: us thinking of stuff. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, we'll be back again very soon to talk all about more Halloween Horror Nights and especially HHN32, which we're both super stoked for. Hey Matt, is there anything like exciting that you've been doing over with Neozaz or anything else? Um
1: Nothing new. Um we still like, I think most of our regular shows are still on the regular for Neozaz, which means at least once a month presents. Um I will say Within what, a month? What's the date today? Oh yeah, within a month, less than a month, what we say in the Shadows is going to be back because we do that the week of the episode because w- what we do yep. in the Shadows is coming back July 13th and I think the showrunners have just been given the the okay to pull out the stops on the like completely and utter insane stuff judging by the trailer <laughs> just dropped last yeah. week. I cannot wait for that to come back. So that'll be coming back in a month, possibly. At the rate Hunter and I go, and dependent on announcements, the first episode of that of the fifth season might be out before our next Catacombs episode.
0: (laughs) Who knows? We're we're gonna try to get something out there for you, but. Yeah, and on my end, of course, you can find me at Grim Grinning Host and Disorder Every Disney Film. So Disorder will be coming up pretty soon. We're going to be recording an episode all about uh, Robert Zemeckis' Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is one of my absolute favorites. Um, if you're new to Disorder, uh, I, I know there there's maybe just a small audience of you that cross over with your Disney movie fandom, but... That's a really fun one, and I know that if you're into HHN, there's a good chance you actually probably dig this one. So go check it out. Those episodes are always like three hours long. (laughs) They're a ton of fun. And then Grim Grinning Hosts, we just did, you know, it's Indiana Jones Month uh, with Dial of Destiny releasing at the end of the month. So uh, we just did an episode all about the Indiana Jones adventure and just 20 things we love about that attraction the one out in Disneyland. That was super fun. I'm actually putting the final editing touches on that tomorrow, and it will be up on your feeds on Wednesday. So check that out over at Grim Grinning Host.
1: Hey, speaking of that, since it is Indiana Jones week, I'll mention that um, we had a show, and we still have the show, but we had a show called Indiana Jones in Character for a while, and it just got relaunched with the Dial of Destiny. Actually, it got relaunched during the pandemic, but it's really been ramping up now. And it's hosted by... Two of the founding members of as Chris and Dave, two of my oldest and closest friends from Philadelphia, and two of the funniest guys I know. So if you're an Indiana Jones fan and want to listen to something that does not shy from taking the piss out of the franchise, check that out, too.
0: Yeah, I'm in the middle of my indie rewatch. Just hit Temple of Doom. Just hit Raiders. Going to hit up Last Crusade (laughs) this week. Can't (laughs) wait. And I'm going to stop there. <laughs> uh, well, another time. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you both so or thank you both. Yeah, to the two of you that were listening, thank you for being here. <laughs> no, thank you all for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween horror nights. We'll catch you next time with another announcement or who knows what the hell else. Um, until then, just I hope you're not the last of us. Oh god.
1: I was going to add, I don't even know now, but I'm going to add, for the three people who have given their ringing endorsement for this, stay foggy, everybody. (laughs)
0: Stay foggy.
1: (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening.